everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Alopecia Project. This is Sarah, and I'm here with Sarah as well. Hello. Hello. We're going back to our roots a little bit today, aren't we? Yeah, we are. It's officially the Alopecia Project's one-year anniversary. What? That's really exciting. Uh, Congratulations to you, for sure, because you... You know, you're the person that made this happen and you've been here from the start. So you must be super, super proud. Yeah, it's crazy to see how time flies. I was just looking uh, the other day and saw that the first episode had gone up September 17th of 2018, which is pretty cool. So yeah, it's nice to celebrate a year. It's nice to kind of come full circle, have you join. uh, It's been what, how many months now? Oh, I don't even know. Like, I mean, let's say 2019, January. January of 2019. So you've been on this journey just as much as I have. And it's uh, it's been very, very exciting. Yeah, it's amazing. Also, I want to point out that I kind of did an unintentional pun when I said going back to our roots. Get it? <laughs> Alopecia, hair, roots. I should have laughed. I'm sorry. <laughs> That was like a bit of a dad joke, I guess. I don't know. I just really wanted to to emphasize it. (laughs) It was a Sarah joke. I'll say that. Sarah um, making bad puns on the Alopecia Project. I've also made a lot of bad puns too. I feel like this podcast also has a lot of just good alopecia puns, hair puns. And I have to say still my favorite like funny pun that we have had or a funny joke we've had is still our first episode about wigs when I made a comment about keeping your wig away from open flame as if you should like just keep wigs away from open flame and not just all hair in general. Oh, I genuinely just started like laughing really hard. That's a bit of a classic one. And that was like our first episode too. So we were still very serious and there's a first time meeting yeah. in person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> Cute. How far we've come. How far we've come. Yeah. I think the other thing to point out, which is kind of funny, is that all of our um, marks, I guess, in this podcast from our first year launch to first year, even prior to that, when I personally have like announced that I have alopecia publicly and wanted to start some sort of project, have always happened on uh, September Alopecia Awareness Month. What? Did you do that intentionally when you first started the podcast? Um, so it's a funny story. I think when I had and publicly announced it, so so when I got my alopecia again, this now would have been two years ago. So I had gotten the alopecia again in August. And then September, I realized I wanted to do something. Funnily enough, I also realized it was uh, Alopecia Awareness Month. And so that was the month I said, okay, I'm going to announce this publicly. And I'm going to announce that I'm going to start to do something. And if you remember, I think initially this project was supposed to be more of an anthology and more of a book. And then it definitely um, changed and and changed for the better in my mind. I think that I really like this medium of podcasting um, much, much more. And yeah, so that took about a year to kind of get the first few episodes recorded and just to figure out what I wanted to do, get all the equipment ready, and then learn how to use all of the editing software. So by the time that I released the first episode, it happened to be September and it worked out really well because it was a year after and it was Alopecia Awareness Month. Amazing. So it was not really intentional, but it worked out perfectly. Absolutely. Yeah. It's been really cool to... 
uh, kind of start acknowledging Alopecia Awareness Month. I think I didn't really pay attention to it as much um, up until this year. And now that we're kind of more like involved in the alopecia community and we have our social media pages and we're kind of keeping an eye on what's going on a bit more, it's just been so amazing to see the representation of people with alopecia on social media. Like there are so many Instagram accounts and there are so many great pages, Facebook pages, whatever, where people are just being so open about their alopecia and they're just totally owning it and they're so confident. And I have to say that is such an amazing positive thing that social media has brought us that maybe didn't exist 10 years ago. For sure. I think um, it was the first week of September, my entire newsfeed was Alopecia Awareness Month, Alopecia Awareness Month. And I mean, granted, like I do follow a lot more alopecia accounts than say your average person, but it's still very cool to see that everybody's kind of acknowledging this time of the year and really realizing that this is, this is the time to spread awareness. Yes, definitely. And I think like no one who is one of these people who are totally upfront about their alopecia on social media, don't take what you're doing for granted because it is important. And it means something like just to see, just to see photos of people with alopecia who are like totally out and confident about it is definitely a game changer. And for my own confidence and for confidence of other people with alopecia out there, I think it's super, super important. So keep doing what you're doing. You are awesome. Keep taking those selfies. I feel like that also is so important, especially with when you're vulnerable and you're losing your hair. To be able to see people who either don't have hair or are in the process of hair loss or are wearing wigs or wearing scarves, it is so empowering being on the other end, being like, Oh, damn, that girl really rocks that or that guy has no hair and he's doing really well. And it just makes me feel better. I know it makes a ton of other people with alopecia better. You guys are real influencer rock stars at this point. A hundred percent. So true. Kind of springboarding off that. You said that you've been kind of out about your alopecia for two years, but I want to know what do you think you've learned about alopecia or about having alopecia in the past year since you've had the podcast? Um, that's such a funny question. I think, you know, learning something and just kind of realizing and and actualizing it yourself and experiencing something for yourself are kind of in this process all in the same thing. Um, you know, you know in your head you've heard in the past, oh, you're strong, you're confident, and you know, you say this to yourself, other people say this to you, but I don't think you actually fully understand and realize that until you talk about it until you talk about your alopecia and until, you know, you, you genuinely feel that within yourself. And I think throughout this course of the podcast, this has given that opportunity to me to, uh, to realize and to know that like, it was not easy to get on a microphone the very first time and say, hey, I have alopecia. This is what I'm experiencing. That is really hard to do. But the more I did it and the more I talked to people about it, it just felt better and I felt empowered and I felt like even though I had already known this, I learned it and I and I felt better about myself. How about you? So since joining in January, what do you think you've learned? What do you think you've experienced and, and felt since uh, since joining the podcast? 
I think I felt a lot of things. I think there have been a lot of feelings, <laughs> definitely. Um, but just having kind of taken on this role unintentionally of being an alopecia advocate, I guess. Like, I guess that's what we are. And that just feels like really, really good to, to be doing something that's, um, of course, it's helping me. And of course, it's helping me kind of come to terms with my alopecia. But it's also about being present and, and making other people who have alopecia feel better about themselves. Like, that's just given me a lot of strength. And I think also the process of, of being vulnerable about my alopecia and of, of talking about it so consistently with you and with other people with alopecia has also given me even more strength and has just given me more confidence and just more like, like I'm just at the point where I feel really, really good about my alopecia, which I've never, ever, ever felt <laughs> in the over 10 years that I've had it. Um, and it's just, it's, it's just been such a positive experience. Like I can only say positive things about what it's been like doing this podcast with you and connecting with you and just getting the opportunity to connect with even more people about with alopecia and be even more present in this alopecia community. Like it's just done wonders for me. So I think if, if anyone is kind of struggling with having alopecia, having a presence in this community is just such a positive thing and it really can only bring positive things to your life. So I, I think that it's just been such an amazing experience from the start. And I can't believe it's only been nine months that I've been doing this with you. But it has it's done a lot for me just in those nine months. Oh, I have a lot of feels right now. <laughs> me too. I mean, you touched on it, but like the fact that we, we have had the opportunity to speak to so many incredible people over the past year. Just people who have different stories, people who are confident enough to come on and, and share those stories and tell us about the hard times, the great times, the challenges. It has been very inspiring for both Sarah and I to be on the other side of receiving these stories. And it, I feel, I'm sure you do, Sarah, as well, but like I feel very honored to bring you the vehicle in order like of the podcast to share these stories. It's a very humbling experience for me. It totally is. And it's been amazing, like you said, just to connect with all of these powerful, awesome people who are doing great things for the alopecia community, whether they're someone with alopecia or someone who's supporting the community with their business or their practice or whatever. Like it's really showed you how important this is and how many people kind of care about this. And it's just, like I said, it's it's only raw positive things. I want to shout out um, one of our guests, actually, uh, Trista Souk. So she is the director and star of Foxy, the film. She created a uh, movie about alopecia and about her experience with alopecia when she was, I guess, finishing her thesis at Ryerson University in film. And what a phenomenal movie that was right off the bat. And a crazy kind of story was right off the bat when once Trista had finished the, the film, we got in touch and she came on, did a podcast. And since that, or not attributing any of this to the podcast because she's just done amazing on her own, but just to follow her in the last year, she's gone to so many different movie festivals around the world She's been like everywhere in the state. She's following all these all these amazing influencers and and she's gotten the opportunity to share her story and her film about alopecia with the world. And just a plug for her here. I know tonight and this is 
being recorded on September 28th. I know that her movie, Foxy, is being showed at CBC. And, uh, you know, people can watch that. People can uh, look her up and and really check out that incredible film and, and what she's been doing over the last year. That is just basically the coolest thing ever. <laughs> the fact that that film, a film about alopecia, about a young woman with alopecia is going to be on CBC tonight. Come on, that is a huge victory. That's a huge victory for Trista and a huge victory for the alopecia community. So I, I didn't get the chance to do the interview with Trista. That was my, uh, pre, that was the pre-Sarah M time of the alopecia project. But I think what she's doing is just awesome and amazing. And, and she deserves some huge kudos for that. It is really cool. If you ever get the opportunity, definitely check out the movie. It's 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 so inspiring. Amazing. So kind of jumping off that, so you mentioned Trista being uh, one of the interviews that we've done. So on this one-year anniversary of the Alopecia Project, what are some of your other favorite episodes that we've had? Um, I think some of my favorite episodes have come since you've joined, really. It's been really exciting getting to work with somebody, um, not just who I'm interviewing, but somebody from a hosting perspective and being able to bounce off a lot of different ideas. And, you know, you've come with so many different ideas yourself and, and that's been awesome. I think a couple of big highlights for me was the mental health and alopecia episode. Do you want to talk about that? That was kind of your baby that you nurtured and you came up with the storyboard and ideas for. Yeah, that was actually uh, th- that's I'd say that is my probably my favorite episode that we've done. Um, just from a total personal perspective, I know mental health has kind of been the biggest thing for me when it comes to having alopecia. Um, I think. Growing up with alopecia in kind of my formative teen years just totally shaped how I developed and how my mental health developed and, you know, struggling with with depression and anxiety during those times. And um, so from the start, when we got together and talked about doing this podcast together, I knew it was something I wanted to talk about um, just because I want people to know that they're not alone in in their struggles with mental health because of alopecia. So we we got in touch with Allison Carlson and she was recommended to us by Kaya, who was a previous guest on the podcast. And she was just amazing. Like she has such a, a calming presence and she talked about mental health and, and how intricately that is connected with having alopecia in such an approachable way. And I think she's amazing. And I think that uh, it's really nice knowing that there are people who are specifically, you know, doing work on the mental health effects of having alopecia and are specifically trying to help people who are having problems with that. Just yeah, I think I think that episode was was really great. And I it was definitely a favorite of mine just because I feel like it is super, super important. And I'm glad we got the chance to do that. Well, I mean, I think everybody agrees with you on that point, because that is also one of our top played episodes. So it's really cool to see um, something that you very strongly believed in and and wanted to champion getting such a response and such a positive reaction from all of our listeners. Totally. And I don't think we can talk about popular episodes without talking about our more recent episode with Dr. Donovan. At this point, that is our most listened to episode, which is amazing. And yeah, that was just an awesome interview. He is amazing. Like he was so approachable. He totally broke things down to us. So personable. And it was a really, really great information piece that I love that that is out there. And, um, you know, he's his practice is, is located in BC and it's not feasible for everyone, I think, 
who has alopecia to be able to go see him and talk to him. So I think that episode, it exists now for, you know, people who maybe don't have the opportunity to go visit him to now learn a bit more about the work he's doing and some of his thoughts on hair loss. So I'm glad that that is out there for people to check out. Yeah, it was really nice to bring more of a, I don't want to say the word formal, but more of an authority on alopecia into into the podcast. Somebody who has been studying this for years and somebody who who is medically trained and knows uh, what alopecia really is. Like you said, he broke it down in, in kind of layman's terms for us. And the work that Dr. Donovan does is so amazing. The outreach, the research, the And just being able to say, okay, yeah, I want to do this podcast. And he was so great to work with. He was really open. He was very excited to be on board. And I I definitely want to bring him back at some point if we get the opportunity. Totally. I I agree. He was an amazing interview. And like you said, that outreach work is just so important. And you and I got to do a little bit of outreach work this summer, didn't we? That was probably one of the highlights of my summer and maybe life in general. (laughs) Totally. You and I got to speak at the Canadian Alopecia Conference. Yes, we did in July. So Sarah and I gave a bit of a presentation to the attendees of the conference, um, mostly adults with alopecia and the parents of kids with alopecia, talking about our podcast and our experiences. And like that was we, – we just talked about this before we got on the the started recording but like that was a moment like that was huge I think for both of us like I think that was one of my proudest moments of my life I think you know going into a room and speaking to probably about 100 people in there and just just talking about the podcast about our experiences and essentially like a podcast episode it was very informal Sarah had the most amazing idea right before we went on we were kind of wondering like how the formatting was going to be if we would have to stand at a podium and talk and Sarah said let's just make it a podcast episode so we brought two chairs up to the stage we sat down it was very relaxed we had a glass of water and a mic and we just talked and that's something that the both of us do really well and it's something that we're very comfortable doing and it was something that really resonated with this audience so it was a, a phenomenal experience yeah so we had the opportunity to talk about the podcast itself and some of our episodes and then also kind of our own experiences and talking about where we were coming from with our stories from alopecia and the room was like so responsive people were so amazing we had questions we had people coming up to us afterwards and we even had a request from one of the parents in the room that we go and talk to the teen group which was really cool so we also had the opportunity to talk to some teens with alopecia and talk a little bit about ourselves and hopefully, you know, provide a little bit of, I don't know, awareness or support for them. Um, But yeah, it was just, it was such an amazing opportunity. And like the thing for me was when I was 15 and I had alopecia, I was so scared and I was so secretive about it. I didn't want anyone to know what was going on with me and what I was going through. So then to like, oh no, I'm going to cry. To then like stand in front of people. And just yeah, be confidently talking about it was like it was a really big, it was a really big moment for me, and I was really proud of me and you. And it was just it's it's why this podcast is important. So many, so feelings. many feelings. <laughs> I'm surprised that I made it this long without crying on the podcast. So that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm proud of you. I think I think one of the big messages that came out of that day was, you know, it's okay to have these feelings and you should have these feelings and you should embrace these feelings. So that's something that we talked to uh, everybody who was there about. It was it was really neat for me because somebody came up to me after after we got off stage and said, are, are you Sarah Adams? And I said, yeah. And she said, I feel like you and I are best friends because I listen to this podcast all the time and I really relate to what you're saying and I really appreciate and admire what you do. And that was the most humbling, amazing experience of my life because, uh, you know, it, it made it so much more real actually getting to meet our listeners face to face. So thank you to everybody who's listening for that. It's been it's been such a crazy amazing ride and and it's so humbling to know that there are people out there who are listening to this and this resonates with and who this strikes a chord with. So thank you for listening. Thank you so much. We appreciate you so much and we hope that we're helping you or we hope that this is a positive thing in your life. <laughs> One thing that I didn't, we didn't mention today that happened during that, uh, it was actually a weekend. So Sarah and I met the day before we spoke at the conference at uh, Niagara Falls in the evening. And it was really cool because our families got to yeah. meet. <laughs> that hasn't happened, but I think we had talked about for a while. I got to meet uh, Sarah's mom and her sister and a friend. And, and I brought my, um, my boyfriend, my brother and my parents. And for, for them, I think... This has been a, a wonderful experience seeing their daughters kind of go out and, and create the space. But then getting to meet each other was really, really exciting and very cool. Yeah, I know specifically my mom mentioned how much she loved getting to talk to your parents about their experience of parenting a child with alopecia. Because I think like that's a whole other side to this that is really, really challenging. And obviously, you and I aren't experiencing that. But I know it was really, really hard for my mom when I was like a teenager and going through this kind of awful thing. And it wasn't, it, I mean, that was whatever, 12 years ago. So there wasn't social media really. There wasn't a social media presence of for alopecia. So there, it wasn't as easy to be in the community as it is today. And I, like, I didn't know anyone going through this. My mom didn't know anyone going through the same thing. So for her to just sit down with your parents and talk it through, like I know that meant a lot to her. It, it really, really did, and and I know my parents loved talking to your mom and meeting you, and 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 just you know here meeting you in person after he, me talking about you so much and hearing your voice over the podcast, and uh, it's it's just been I think a very inspiring experience for them as well. I don't say this as much as I should, but thank you, mom. Thank you, dad. Thank you, Alex and Anthony for being the support system that I need and, and that has really brought this podcast to life. Totally. There are some very amazing supportive people behind the scenes at the Alopecia Project. So we got to give a shout out to them for sure. And we also have to give a shout out to CNAF for inviting us to the conference and giving us the opportunity to speak. Um, without an organization like that in Canada, uh, where Sarah and I are based out of, but we know that this podcast goes well beyond Canada and, and across the world, which is even more exciting to see. I know that uh, we have listeners in Italy. We have listeners in Asia. Where else did you say we had listeners, Sarah? I was just looking today, and uh, the past couple of weeks, we had a few lessons from Guatemala, which is really cool. <laughs> 
you know, it's it's very exciting to see that we have this this kind of presence around the world. But uh, if we're bringing it home, we want to thank Kanat for giving us that opportunity um, to speak and, and really give us an opportunity of a lifetime to, to share our experience with uh, everybody who was at the conference. Totally. It was a wonderful, wonderful experience. So definitely thanks, Kanat, for doing that. And uh, I don't know if our listeners are aware, but they're actually like listening to an alopecia model right now. Is that, did I make that up or where did I get that from? Okay, so this summer, I also had a very cool experience. This is Sarah A. I had a cool experience with uh, Continental Hair. So as you guys may know, because I've spoken about it before, I get my wigs from Continental. And the owner and president, Michael Suba, had reached out to me. And we kind of set up this really amazing experience where he uh, brought on one of his friends and somebody that he's known for a very long time, Trish Gunderson. She is a stylist. She's a health and wellness professional. She is just all around an amazing human being. And so she and Michael came in and they invited me to the salon for a full day. And uh, I got to try on different wigs and they styled them. They gave me a whole wardrobe refresh. They, uh, I tried three different wigs. So one was like very similar to my current one, long with bangs, but this one didn't have bangs. It had a lace front, which is really nice to kind of have a forehead again and show that. The other one was curly. So I don't know if listeners know this, but I, before I lost my hair, I had very curly hair. So it was so natural for me to wear this curly wig and uh, I really enjoyed it. And then the third wig was so different than I would have ever imagined. I'm going to call it the Liza Minnelli. (laughs) It was this wig. It was so short and and Trish styled it in a way that it, I look like a rock star. She uses straightener and she straightened parts of it up and to the side. And I'm going to post pictures about this on Instagram and Facebook. People know what I'm talking about, and don't yeah. think I'm crazy. You're right; it was definitely a Liza Minnelli kind of kind of feel to it, and it was an incredible experience. I think both Michael and Fish gave me the uh, opportunity to do something that I would never have the opportunity to do. We walked around Yorkville after, and we brought out. They had a photographer and a videographer, and and he just took pictures of me around Yorkville. I think people thought I was a celebrity or something. (laughs) You're an alopecia celebrity. They just don't realize it. I'm going to share the photos and the video. I wanted to kind of wait until this episode launched in order to do that so people know what the heck I'm talking about. Continental does an amazing job with their wigs. I've talked about them so much. Thank you to Michael and and Trish for giving me that opportunity and thinking about me. It was it was so much fun. But amazing. And and you looked pretty rocking. So that's awesome that you get to try all those different wigs on. Speaking of you, Sarah. What? Me? Just got engaged, everybody. She got engaged. She was in Switzerland, but I will let you tell the story because like I I saw the pictures on Instagram. I screamed. I was at work. I was scrolling through my Instagram. See this picture of Sarah being proposed to on a mountaintop. And like I got my phone because I was so excited, immediately messaged her saying, Call me the second you get back from Switzerland. <laughs> Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. So I got, I am engaged. It is amazing. It's super exciting. So uh, my fiance's name is Will 
And uh, we were actually, we went to Italy for a wedding and my, my fiance was the best man there. And after the wedding, we decided to go traveling in Switzerland for a few days. So we did that with a couple of his friends. And it's, if you haven't been to Switzerland, like, I mean, everyone should go there. It is so beautiful. The mountains are insane. Um, just the views, like you feel like you're in a postcard. So basically one day we... um on our second day there, we took the gondola up a mountain. We were in Grindelwald, Switzerland, and uh, we were just kind of, you know, walking around, sort of checking things out. And and Will started like acting like a little bit shifty, like he was being a bit suspicious. I was like, what's, I was like, what's going on with this guy right now? You know, he's like walking one way, kind of looking around, walking the other way, kind of looking around. <laughs> and then uh, we kind of went walking down this 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 path on kind of a cliff um, in the mountains. And there's like a bench there, right? And Will's like, let's go sit on that bench. And I was like, what? Like, we're, we're rocking. Like, no, we're fine. And he's like, no, let's go sit on that bench and take a picture. And I was like, what is he talking about? So we walk. We will go walking towards this bench. And right before we got there, someone else sits there. And he's just like, oh, no. And then uh, we kind of went walking a little bit more and he saw another bench and he's like, let's go sit on that bench. And I was like, okay. So we go to sit on the bench. Someone else sits there. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, well, if you want to take a picture, let's just go take a picture like over on the side of this cliff. It's super beautiful. And uh, so we did that. His, his friends were kind of taking some goofy photos of us. And I kind of stopped at one point. I was like looking away, looking back at the mountains. And I looked back and he was on one knee. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was amazing. It's so exciting. So yeah, we got we got engaged. We're gonna get married next year. And I'm just super, super excited. He's literally the best. Like we talk about support systems for having alopecia. Like he's been there for me consistently as long as we've been together when it comes to my alopecia. And he's been to the support groups with me. He's come to doctor's appointments with me. Like he's honestly just the best, most accepting, amazing person. And I feel super, super lucky. Well, I have a massive, massive congratulations for you on behalf of everybody who's part of the Alopecia Project, all of our listeners, really everybody who exists. So exciting, and I'm and I'm so happy that that uh, you guys are going to now be married, and I'm and I'm really, really happy for you. Thank you so much. So exciting! What an exciting past few months you and I have had. Totally amazing. It's been an amazing summer. It's been an amazing year. So it's just, it's awesome. I think we kind of have an opportunity now to kind of like chill and just celebrate a little bit. So it's great. Congratulations again to you and Will. And uh, next time I see you, we're going to have to have some champagne. Oh, you know it. And congratulations to you on one year anniversary of this awesome leap you took to kind of be a part of the alopecia community and provide some support and awareness for the community. And I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. So you deserve a big congrats too for all the awesome work that you've done. Thank you. Thank you. Would not have happened without you, without all of our listeners, without everybody's support. Um, It is a community, as you say, there's so many people involved that that just give me inspiration every day and to make my life better every day. So thank you to everybody. Thank you to everybody. On that note, we'll leave it because I'm going to start crying, crying now too, <laughs> feeling the tears coming. So, yes. Okay, thanks everyone for listening.